Welcome to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. Retirement Unlimited is an informative weekly radio program dedicated to offering factual information and sound advice for those wanting to know more about retirement planning. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. Information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors, Inc. is a registered investment advisor. Now, here's Randy Barkley. Welcome to Retirement Unlimited. This is the radio program that is dedicated to helping you make smart decisions about your money. I'm your host, Randy Barkley, and I'm the president of Tricord Advisors, Tricord is a registered investment advisory firm, and we're located in Riverside. I'm a certified financial planner, and our, I also have three other people in our office that are also certified, as well as an, uh, an attorney. And if you'd like to know more about our firm, uh, just go to our website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com. Now, every week, what I do is I divide my program into three segments. The first segment is what I refer to as retirement update. The second one is tactical asset management. And the third one is news you can use. Now, in the first segment of the program today, what I want to talk about is, you know, kind of the impact of the presidential, you know, all the elections and all the hullabaloo that we've gone through for the last several months. We're starting to see the dust settle. And I want to talk about some of the tax proposals that Biden most likely is going to be able to get through. And a lot of it, of course, what was in the campaign, um, he's not going to be able to get through because there was not a blue wave. And we don't know exactly what the outcome is as of right now of what the Georgia senatorial elections are going to be. But most likely, the Republicans are going to be able to retain control of the Senate. And with that said, Mitch McConnell and Joe Biden are going to have to compromise with one another. And even right now, as I speak, they're trying to get through a, another stimulus package. The dollar amount and the provisions of that stimulus package are in question because McConnell doesn't feel so much inclined to, to bend or yield to whatever the requests are. So again, on the, on the whole aspect of what does the tax picture look like, I touched on this a little bit last week, but I'm going to go into a little bit more depth right now. So again, I think think you're going to see some compromise on income taxes, and I think it's going to affect, you know, Biden has pretty much hit the, the nail on the head as far as the dollar amount that he wants to see an increase in income tax. And that really comes down to those people that are earning $400,000 or more a year. And I think there's going to be a potential increase of income tax from maybe like uh, from 37% up to about 39.6%. So it's not going to be devastating, but it definitely probably is in the cards. The other thing that they're, they'll probably cap the deductions for, for top earners. So the amount of interest that you can deduct or the amount of charitable giving, a lot of other deductions that you would normally have, it's probably going to be limited or reduced in some way related to the amount of income that you make. Also, we're looking at a rate hike on capital gains of more than $1 million. So for most of my clients, 
that is not an issue. But if you have capital gains in excess of a million dollars, it could be that you're going to have a additional income tax going from 20% up to about 39.6%. Also, the other thing that happened is we'll probably see a decrease in the estate tax exemption. Right now, it's about $11.5 million per person, and it could go back to what it was in 2009, going back to about $3.5 million. Again, for most people, the vast majority of the people, these changes are not going to have a direct impact on them. What is going to have a direct impact, of course, is just the overall general attitude and regulatory environment. So the Biden tax proposals, what you have to do is take a good hard look at what is going to probably, you know, what's, what's the probability that Congress is going to pass an increase in taxes? Again, I think the people that have income above $400,000 will probably be a target. So for the 1%, the top 1% of earners in the country, they're probably going to end up having to pay a little bit more of income tax because even Republicans are sympathetic to that. And there's a lot of income to that top 1% that needs to be redistributed to help pay for Medicare, Social Security, and other social programs that they're the ones that get the primary advantage of that. Now, the the things that we want to make sure that we're, we're really clear on is how do you reduce and how do you utilize the current tax code to help you and assist you going forward? Now, the, the amount of money that you give, you want to make sure that you bundle your benefits. In other words, you want to bundle your deductions because you have a standard deduction on your tax return. And for many of you, you don't exceed in giving or other expenses that are above that deduction. So if you're charitable in nature, this is a time that I really encourage people to consider bundling the amount of charitable giving that you give, maybe give multiple years, and you can set up a donor advised fund, put the dollar amount into that, and you get the standard deduction as well as the excess contributions to a charitable cause, like the donor advised fund. And as I've mentioned before in the past, a donor advised fund you don't have to name the charity. All you have to do is set up the donor advice fund, put the money into it, or put appreciated assets into it, like stocks, into that fund. Once you put it in, you get a write-off. You get a tax deduction. Then later on, you can determine how you want to give that out. So if you have those charities that you give to on a regular basis, either on a monthly basis or an annual basis, you can still continue to, to do that. It's just that you build up a bank account, so to speak, for maybe the next several years within this donor advice fund, and you get an additional tax advantage of that. The other thing that you want to be extremely aware of, and that is tax loss harvesting. Tax loss harvesting means that what you're doing is you're going through your portfolio. This is your taxable portfolio, and you're determining your winners and your losers. And you want to be able to neutralize some of the gains. And by doing that, what you do is you sell off, you, you measure the, the winners and the losers, and you sell off the gains, and you match them with the losers. You sell off your losers, and you try to get as tax neutral as possible. You can always buy back. In other words, if you have a stock or some particular fund that you'd like to buy back, you can do that. And by doing that, what, that, what I mean by that is that you have the ability to reapply. In other words, reinvest your money back into the same fund that you sold off in December you can do it back in January. 
So therefore, you can still do the rebalance of your portfolio and get where you're at. So again, these are things that we do for our clients is sit down and really try to analyze and to manage their portfolio in a tax efficient way. This is really important in understanding what the proposals are going forward. It gives us a better clue as to what's going to happen going next year into 2021. If you'd like to talk to me about it, we have a perspective on it. Give me a call at my office, 951-684-7011. Remember, the first interview is always free. Stay tuned for my next section. I'm going to talk about tactical asset management. You know, retirement is supposed to be a secure time. Are you secure? Do you and your loved ones have the information needed to make the right decisions about retirement? You need counsel, not another salesperson, an advisor that looks out for your interest more than theirs. This is Dennis Prager, and I'd like you to call Randy Barkley, a certified financial planner who's been serving the Inland Empire for over 26 years. He's a retirement specialist who works for you on all the important and often confusing things that determine how comfortable you are in retirement. Call Randy Barkley for a free consultation and learn for yourself what I've learned. He can be trusted. Randy Barkley, 888-627-8371, 888-627-8371. Or visit me, Randy Barkley, at retirementunlimited.com. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as tactical asset management. You know, life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forwards, or so the philosopher has stated. And how much of that is true? Because those of us that have really kept a close eye on the political system and the circumstances going on over the last year, there was any, you remember at the beginning of this year, it was Bernie Sanders was going to be the presidential candidate. And within a relatively short period of time, that got eliminated. He came off the, came off the dais, the dais. And, um, you know, here's Joe Biden. And Joe Biden uh, nominates Kamala Harris. Now we've got a completely different candidate. We got a completely different outcome. COVID, and of course, you got from the president. He's got his antics with the people that are trying to steer around the the you know, the pandemic and the, you know, the vaccines and everything else. But we have this amazing, you know, on again, off again, not knowing exactly what's going to happen. Now, at the end of the day, how does it affect your investments? It's interesting going back and looking at all of the volatility that occurred and where we are right now, the market has been relatively pretty much what we thought was going to happen in January. We thought coming after 2019, we would end up somewhere between a five to 6% rate of return year to date for 2020. And it's kind of interesting right now, that's probably about what's going to be. Because at the end of the day, the markets, and it's something that I've talked about in my newsletter recently, is that Americans are extremely adaptable. So adaptability is probably the key word for 2020. And through it all, we've seen the economy right itself. We saw this major downturn in March. And everybody thought they have, you know, have an end of the world bias. And they thought for sure the end of the world was coming. But at the end of the day, it didn't. You know, we still have the world. You look out the front door and you still have all the things that you normally see every day are still there. 
and you go and look at the news, if you stay away from the talking heads that are what I call the, the panic pushers, you really are, the economy is doing pretty well considering. In fact, with no stimulus package, and even with the resurgent of COVID cases, you know, worries surrounding the economy and the durability of it, you know, it, it's really starting to wane. You know, if you look at employment, you look at, first of all, consumers' confidence, it is 50% higher today than any time since 1990. So that's pretty good. So consumers believe that they've got a good, of course, interest rates and the job. But again, it goes back to the labor. In addition, so, so we've got a strong pace of jobs being re- in other words, people are going back to work, but there are there are two employment indicators indicating they're highlighting a renewed mo- momentum. So currently, the total U.S. job openings relative to the number of unemployed is higher than 60% of, of any time since 2001. This is not only in the supply of labor coming down fairly rapidly, but the demand for labor is also rising again is restoring a better balance. Over two-thirds of consumers now report that jobs are plentiful relative to those saying that they're not. So the job market appears to be increasing and the economy seems to be sustainable. And the marketplace, now again, if you have, if you're unemployed right now and you're trying to find a job, you're looking, if you're listening to me, you're thinking, boy, that's not, that's not the world I live in. But the overall economy, when we take the vast, you know, the, the overall economy of the United States, we are seeing basically stabilization and we're seeing adaptability. Now, there are certain segments of the economy that are doing better than others. For example, the high tech, you know, the people that uh, the technology and the delivery of information to homes and offices, those particular companies are doing phenomenal. Then there are other companies that are not doing well, like, for example, energy. So fossil fuel producers have been beaten up really hard this year. And then there, of course, are the service industry, like restaurants and hotels and events, airlines. They're still recovering. They're still on the downside. But I'm saying is the overall balance, the money and the jobs have shifted so that we are seeing an overall resiliency to the, you know, to the volatility that we, we've, ex- we've experienced throughout this year. So even though it's been a wild ride up and down, the overall balance of the portfolio is doing pretty well. And again, at the, you know, what's happened politically is that there's been the expectation that, you know, there was going to be a blue wave. In fact, that did not occur at all. In fact, the uh, Republicans took more seats back in the House, and it looks like the Republicans are going to retain control of the Senate. And with this, we have a divided government. Now, the economy likes a divided government. And we're seeing that with this particular, so to speak, stalemate that probably is going to occur, taxes are going to be muted. A lot of the things that Biden was talking about as far as his planks and the campaign trail, he's not going to be able to get accomplished, at least for the next two years. Now, again, we've got two years. And I know we're, I, I know everybody's probably tired of this political season, but the, the battleground over the economy it really has weighed more to the conservatives than it is to the liberals. Now, even though the executive branch, we may have lost the executive branch, the power that is really resting in the Senate is going to be the thing that's going to really hold things constant going forward. The other thing, the other side of it also is is the judicial. 
So with the nomination and the selection of Amy Coney Barrett, we now have a definitive conservative court. And the the conservative court is going to deal with regulatory environment. It's going to deal with other legislation that is probably stepping outside of the bounds of constitutionality. This is going to be proactive for individual rights as well as for business. At the same point in time, we are seeing a um, lower interest rate. And as we see this lower interest rate, because the Federal Reserve is saying interest rates are going to remain lower for longer, this is going to benefit real estate and other equities where people want to borrow to be able to acquire those equities. It, it is, you know, for those of you that are trying to buy a home or you know if somebody's trying to buy a home, this is a great time. Real estate values, of course, have climbed, but we're seeing a repositioning or reallocation of where people are living. People are coming out of Orange and LA County and coming into the Inland Empire. We're seeing rents and prices starting to get muted in those areas because there's a readjustment of population. Now, COVID really accelerated this and technology has assisted people to be able to accomplish this within their lives. I think it's going to be a permanent change for the long term. I think that the urban areas are going to have to rethink how they structure. And of course, some businesses and office buildings and such as that, there's going to be a shift in the economics because of that. Uh, we have uh, probably the, the, biggest, the biggest thing is the technology shift and the retail. Of course, you're seeing this within um, going forward with uh, Christmas. And you know a lot of people think that COVID is going to mute Christmas, but I'm, I'm telling you right now, the, the indicators right now is that COVID won't steal Christmas. Uh, Christmas is still, I mean, we have a 22% bigger purchase online than what we did for this time last year. Now, the overall purchases, there's going to be a difference of, of how you buy things. There's probably going to be more of an emphasis towards durable goods like, like automobiles and furniture and televisions and computers and those kinds of things, more so than somebody buying a spa or a vacation because or a restaurant uh, gift card. I think those are going to be toward, more towards the negative. So again, you see this shifting in economic uh, outcome but at the end of the day, the overall economy is pretty stable. Hence, that's why the stock market has recovered and is doing a really good job. So therefore, if you'd like to talk to me about this, I would be more than happy to sit down and talk with you. Give me a call. My phone number is 951-684-7011. Stay tuned for my next section. I'm going to talk about news you can use. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. Hey, if you're retired or approaching retirement, listen up. Retirement planning is critical to your financial health. And like choosing the right doctor, your financial planner must be able to understand your concerns, help you navigate through your retirement, which can be filled with uncertainty, volatility. Certified financial planner Randy Barkley has been assisting clients for 30 years by helping them understand all the information that to most of us can be overwhelming. Go to retirementunlimited.org or call Randy Barkley for a no-obligation appointment at 888-627-8371. That's 888-627-8371, retirementunlimited.org. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as news you can use. Um, there's a couple articles that I want to talk to you about today. Uh, they're really unrelated, but I do a lot of reading and I, I clip out articles that I think have some interest and they are contemporary. 
One of them is regarding the unemployment benefits that were paid out to California inmates. And for those of you that haven't heard about this, this is a major fraud issue. So in California, somebody somehow orchestrated that inmates received unemployment claims from the state of California. And there was $140 million that was paid out in fraudulent claims. Some people that are on death row. And the governor came back and says, well, we're going to create a commission to look at this. This is unbelievable. If you are close to a representative in Sacramento, they should be had their ears pinned back on this. This is something that is, it really is not even acceptable at any level. And because of the size of this fraud, who was in charge? Who was watching this? Who was double checking the payments to, I mean, if you would have just done some random checking, you would have been able to find out that this was something was going on that was not wrong. I mean, that was not right. And we have you know, the fact that we, you, as, you and I as taxpayers are going to foot the bill for this. And where did this money go? Did it go into these individuals' hands? Most likely it didn't. It went into some centralized control and the money is gone. Um, I have to tell you, if you want a copy of this, it is something that I am very upset about. Next time I see my representative, I'm going to say, what are you going to do to put controls on this spending? They seem to, because it's other people's money, they don't seem to have any understanding or any inclination of what it takes to manage the overall accounting. And they just send this money out because, oh, we got, we got this money, so let's send it out. And it, I, you know, it, it's very frustrating to read about this and to hear about it. And the governor's response to it is, well, we need to create a commission to oversee this. You know, the, the governor ought to be nailed for this. You know, he's the man in charge. The buck stops here, so to speak, and he should be held responsible for this complete fraudulent mismanagement of our money. Now, in the other, the other article that is not uh, related to this, what I'm just kind of ranting about, and that is solar energy projects. Where, where do you think solar energy is booming right now? Well, this article kind of puts it into perspective. The booming is in Texas. It's not in California. It's not in Arizona. And what's happening, what, I, what I'm reason bringing this article forward for you to think about is that energy companies, what was considered as oil companies, are now trying to restructure their business model to become energy companies. And becoming energy companies, they are doing a lot with wind energy and solar cells. And as, as one spokesman for um, you know, Exxon and Chevron, they're saying, we don't, want to be, we don't want to be known only as an oil company. We want to be known as an energy company. And you're seeing conversion of what they're doing and they're creating other renewable resources. So as the cost of solar cells and wind energy becomes more palatable or comparable to fossil fuels and becomes more economically feasible, what you're seeing is a change. I think it's interesting. They've built enough solar cells right now to literally provide electricity to over 300,000 homes just in this one area alone. There seems to be a massive amount of solar and wind energy change in the state of Texas. If you'd like to have a copy of either one of these articles, one of them says solar energy projects are booming in Texas. The other one is California inmates received jobless benefits. You just give me a call at my office, 951-684-7011, or just go to my website, www 
retirementunlimited.com for more information. Remember, any of the information we've talked about on the program today, if you'd like to have a free reprint of it or additional information, just give me a call or go to my website and request it. Until next week, folks, may you grow in wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. For more information about today's show or other questions regarding your retirement planning, call Randy at 951-684-7011. That's 951-684-7011. Remember, retirement planning is a process, not a product. So call Randy at 951-684-7011 or visit his website at retirementunlimited.com. And be sure to tune in next week for another edition of Retirement Unlimited. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances, the information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor.